0: Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Friday, it's July 22nd. It is 2022. We have 13 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed a little bit of MLB break with the MLB All Star break, enjoyed the Home Run Derby, the All Star game, and just kind of having a, a low key week after grinding out. For months on end, I'm joined today by my good buddy Will Priester, Chief Justice Six. What's happening, my friend?
1: nothing much, man. Glad to be back. I was on break with everyone else. Even took a couple of days off from the prop shop. Told everybody I'd be back. You know, pretty much the end of the week today. It's time we're back. Everything's going to be in full swing here. KBO is going. MLB is going. College football is going to be going soon. NFL is going to be going soon. You're going to close your eyes and blink. The NBA is going to be starting. We're going to be starting the cycle all over again, Stevie. NHL will be cranking up. So I, uh, I'm i excited uh, to continue this journey. And, brother, we're about to get a lot more busy with NFL. So let's see if we can finish off the rest of our ML- MLB strong and uh, go from there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that I did this week was I did some best balls. Um, uh, you know, I enjoy best balls. It's that time of the year. We have a, a a wonderful product with Spike Week that helps with the best ball stuff. So I'm 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 jumping in, man. Um absolutely jumping in right now. So excited for best ball season to be a, among us. Um I like second half baseball season, man. You, you know, we're we're looking at a lot more data now. It's like NASCAR, right? We got a new car this year. We're rolling into that second half of the season and I'm super pumped. So, um, both of the, both of the sports I got going on right now, rolling into the second half of the season. We got a, a major going on European open for disc golf, had a really good prize picks day, um, on Thursday and for Friday, I can't do much because they moved the lines so much and the weather is supposed to be really crappy. So I don't know what to trust. Um, because they, they made the lines, like, really close to what they should be. <laughs> so um, you, you hate to see it. But all right, let's talk some baseball. It's been a while. We're going to jump in here. We got the Yankees and the Orioles. Nine total in this game. New York's a 160 favorite. Tyon going up against Tyler Wells. Uh, any interest here in Jamison Tyon? Oh!
1: At 8,300, I don't think Tyon's the uh, the worst player in the world today. Facing Baltimore, we'll have some strikeouts, not as many as you think in the top of the order, but as he gets a little close to the bottom, he will have some strikeouts. Um, at 8,300, I don't hate it, but we're going to need him to basically, in order for Tyon to get there, he's going to need to be fairly clean because the Yankees over the season, his pitch count has just kind of run up pretty highly, Within like a five inning stretch, so uh, it's at Baltimore. I don't hate it. He, he's not the worst play on the slate for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, so I'm a little concerned Yankees in general. I mean, they didn't get a huge break to play a doubleheader on Thursday. They go from Houston to Baltimore after playing a doubleheader. Uh, I'm assuming that Jamison and Tyon just flew straight to Baltimore and he probably didn't even go to Houston for that doubleheader. So, I mean, that's kind of beneficial to him. But I don't mind Tyon at 8,300. Baltimore definitely a much different team than they were earlier this year. Um, Tyler Wells on the other side of this game, the Yankees are just hitting. I mean, everybody in this lineup's hitting. Tyler Wells 6,600. It's a 13-game slate. We have a lot of ceiling at pitcher. You know, we're getting that yeah. like, we're getting that rotation where we're getting the guys off the all star break and we're getting a lot of, a lot of good ceiling. I don't think I'm going to take a chance on Tyler Wells today at 6,600.
1: Won't be doing it. No, and that's nothing against Tyler Wells. Like, he's not bad, but once again, the slate's going to uh, definitely dictate what we decide. So I- I'm deciding to pass on Tyler Wells.
0: Um, Yankees bats. I mean, Tyler Wells isn't terrible, but the Yankees have been rolling. They're just really expensive for a 13 game slate, so it's kind of tough. You know, could they get there? Yeah, I mean, the Yankees have the upside to win any slate. So, what are your thoughts here on the Yankees?
1: I'm with you, they are expensive. Um, is there enough value, um, with some of the cheaper guys to get there, like a is Aaron Hicks valuable enough for this to be worth it? Uh, I'm not sure it is on a six game slate. I think, you know, if you're playing the Yankees today, maybe you go home run hunting. Um, but I'm with you. There's there's definitely a couple other teams on this slate that I think we're going to have a little bit more interest in that gives us a little bit more value.
0: I think it's a stacker fade. Uh, I mean, you could one off. Matt Carpenter is <laughs> just smashing yeah, mashing. He just needed to get
1: out of St. Louis.
0: I mean, he just needed to have a second life, I guess. I mean, his OPS is like one point three something. It's it's incredible. He's just crushing the ball. So uh, on the Baltimore side, Tyon's beatable. Uh, like he's not like a, an elite pitcher. He does give up home runs. Um, I could see like home run chasing here with Baltimore. I don't think I would full stack, so maybe like a secondary stack. But, I mean, I like the price on Mullins. I like the price on Adley Rutschman. Um, so, I, I think I would just kind of home run chase here with Baltimore with one-offs or maybe even like a three-man.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't mind that call at all, especially, you know, Mullins is a guy that in certain matchups, he's going to be over 5K. So, being able to get him under that uh, 5K mark is, is definitely really good for us. You talked about Adley Rutschman. Who you know? I think we talked about him right before the break, Stevie. Uh, he just keeps getting fantasy points. Like at catcher, a guy that can get you eight to twelve points a night for thirty nine hundred, I'll take it with upside for you know fifteen to twenty, depending on the night. I, I like Ruchman. Um, You know, Baltimore is cheap enough, as you said, as you say, have already previously said, uh, to definitely run a secondary stat. I'm in.
0: All right, moving on. We got the Cubbies at Philadelphia taking on the Phillies. This game also nine total. Philadelphia is a 135 favorite here. We got Steele going up against Kyle Gibson. Any interest here in Justin Steele going into Philadelphia? No. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, they have they have a lot of right handed power in this lineup. Um He's kind of, like, he's a fringe play on an eight-game slate, I think. But on a 13-game slate, I don't think I get to steal today. Um, that's where I'm at. This guy has shown recently he has some strikeout ability. There's some strikeouts, especially at the bottom half of this Philly lineup. So I just don't think I get there today. And then Kyle Gibson, 6,800. This is a guy that, you know, two really good starts in a row. Is he starting to click again. I mean, he's just been all over the place. He's had good starts. He's had bad starts. He's 6,800 going up against the Cubbies. I mean, there's there's some upside here, Will. It's just, I mean, there's no floor. And, you know, in tournaments, who
1: who, who really cares? <laughs> no floor is true, but I'm with you, man. Kyle is probably a value play on this slate. I'm interested to see even, you know, in, in our early breakdown here, where he ends up I got to think, Stevie, he, he feels like the best value or close to it. Uh, I, I like Kyle Gibson today. Has been all over the place. Uh, but I still think he can come out and get 18 points against the Cubs. Like, I'm not afraid.
0: You know, and, like, the Cubs are are top 10 in strikeouts. They also are a team that, you know, put the ball in play. And they have decent power. You know, they have one of the better Wobas against right handed pitching. But – did you know they're 10th fewest home runs against right-handed pitching this season? So, I mean, even playing in Wrigley and getting those win games, they just, they don't have as much power against right-handed pitching this season as maybe years past. So I think Gibson is playable. Um, When Gibson struggles, he just struggles with power. It doesn't matter if it's lefties or righties. So I think if you're looking at Cubs bats, you're looking at maybe like a Contreras or a wisdom type of play and just you know, hunting that power
1: home run upside. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I'm going to play any Cubs today, uh, but I am very, very, very interested in Cal Gibson.
0: Uh, Thoughts
1: here on the Philly bets? Philly, I think, is – an interesting team because you know you talked about the the power. Kyle Schwarber is probably coming off the worst home run derby he's ever going to have. Um, just want to put that out there. But Nick Castellanos, forty six hundred. Uh, you've got Didi at thirty five, who's very cheap. Bomb. Um, Stott. F- Philly overall is a cheap team, Stevie, and facing Justin Steele outside of Wrigley. Uh, I think I'm all aboard the Philly train here in terms of stacking. I mean, their their most expensive bats, Stevie, expensive bats. Excuse me, are Schwarber and Real Muto. Everybody else is very affordable. I think Philly's is the top stack on the slate.
0: Yeah, I like uh, I like the price on Castellanos, forty six hundred, um, Hoskins, forty eight hundred. Alec Boehm, if he draws a good lineup spot, he has some power against left handed pitching. So. Don't know if I full stack Philly here, but I'm definitely looking at them as a secondary stack. They have one of the higher implied team totals on the slate, so they're definitely definitely viable today. Uh Moving on, we got Miami and Pittsburgh facing off in this one. Um, Garrett against Quintana. No total in this game. Um, it sounds like it's going to be Braxton Garrett anyway. Any interest in him in this spot? Just put up 32 fantasy points against this team. Uh, week <laughs> I ago. think he's a
1: wild card for sure. Um, they are seeing him again after all star break in Pittsburgh this time. Um, even if he doesn't put up get 11k, Stevie, if if they're going to give him between 90 and 100 pitches now because he he's been hovering there anyway, mid 80s, if he can get through six innings against Pittsburgh. I, mean, I think he's in play. Um, so once again, I like Braxton Garrett at 7,400. Do I view him, you know, higher than Kyle Gibson? I think they're pretty equal today. And so that's why I'm interested to see where the, the uh, ownership comes in because of this performance. He va- He may very well come in higher than Kyle Gibson. Either way, I like Braxton Garrett.
0: I mean, it, it really just comes down to do we think the the command issues are fixed? Because, I mean, this guy is a prospect in this organization. He has decent stuff. His biggest issue is just he doesn't blow the ball by anybody. Um, so when he's struggling with command, he can get beat up. Um, so if he's not walking people, he's one of those guys I want to see. Is there an extreme umpire behind the plate? Is it going to be a neutral umpire? Is it going to be an extreme hitters or pitchers umpire because he uses a slider a lot if he's getting the corner on the slider with an extreme pitchers umpire i mean he could strike out 10 plus again so uh definitely in play today um jose quintana 6300 a different slate i would actually say quintana would be playable but i don't think i play him getting 15 18 points here
1: yeah, no, not not Quintana because you know Miami also their K rates are going to be up there, but they very well, you know, could get a couple of licks off of him here. So I'm with you. Um, he's okay, but I, I I still don't think he's a better play than Cal Gibson. And with the five hundred dollar difference, I'd absolutely just play Cal Gibson.
0: I think I'd play Gibson as well over Quintana. I'm not going out of my way to stack Miami uh, up against him here. Um, you know, Jazz is out. Birdie is one of their good right-handed hitters. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I could see, like, oh, Solaire, Jesus Sanchez. Um, oh, I guess Sanchez is a lefty. Maybe just Solaire would be my my interest here from Miami.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I don't think this is a, a stacked spot, but Solaire at 3,500 is – uh for sure you know someone that that we can play um i'm with you garrett cooper even at 2300 if he draws a really good lineup spot stevie and you just kind of need a filler like i don't hate him either um but all in all I'm, I'm not playing any bats in this game mostly and i'm not playing any from pittsburgh i can tell you that
0: yeah no interest in me on the pittsburgh side a lot of these young guys they've called up our lefties, I mean, if you want to go, um, Castillo at shortstop at 3,700, probably gonna go down further if I'm gonna take a cheaper play in a better spot. So, uh, Blue Jays and Red Sox is where we go next. This game, eight and a half total, it's a pick 'em game. We got Gaussman and eovaldi Any interest here in Kevin Gaussman going up against the Red Sox?
1: Listen, man. I don't know what happens to Kevin Gausman when he faces Boston, Stevie. Uh, but I, if I'm not mistaken, his games against Boston this season have been electric. Um, all of them.
0: Yeah, he's dominated three times this year.
1: All of them. Uh, how I think at 9100, and this is very bad analysis, I know, but just off the sheer fact that he seems to have his pick of the litter with this team, Stevie, at 9100, I'm in. Uh, outside of that, I mean, his K numbers have been great this season. Uh, X Flip is down. I, I think at ninety-one hundred, Kevin Gaussman is—he's uh, the real deal here. And you know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's pitched well at home and he's pitched well at Boston. The difference is at Boston was earlier in the season, right? You know, when there was no real spring training. I, I don't—I don't see in my mind, Stevie. Him going for 30-plus fantasy points here, definitely possible. But at 9,100, if you told me I'd get 25, 26, I'd take it. Uh, so Galsman at 9,100 is in play for me.
0: I mean, he's put up over 29 fantasy points in three straight starts against the Red Sox this year, um, and even one recently where they have been playing better. So definitely a play for tournaments today. Nathan Avaldi on the other side of this game, I mean, I think he's a large field tournament play. I don't think he's going to get a ton of ownership here. It's a tough matchup, low strikeout matchup. But you have Aldys, a guy that has some some really good stuff against right-handed, uh, you know, hitters, and going to face a lot of righties in this lineup. So I don't mind rolling the dice here. Um, I think this is a a really really close game, low scoring game. So yeah,
1: yeah, I don't hate it. In terms of where he is, I mean, I'm hoping he comes back full strength this start. Like i I think he threw around 80 pitches his last start, and he's had a break. So my assumption is he'd probably be between 90 and 100 here. I'm with you. Uh, I think I'd still rather play tie-on against Baltimore or Charlie Morton against the Angels, and so that that's kind of where I end up in this 8K range. Just like, is it worth it? Um, to play these guys. And I've also got Otani against Atlanta, the same matchup, Galsman. I think I've got, like you mentioned, Stevie, this is like, this is a stupid upside pitcher slate. Like, just it, it's crazy. Um, so. You can be very I picky. I, yeah. I, I don't think I want to play Evaldi, who may still be slightly limited. Slightly.
0: Uh, any bats on either side of this game? No.
1: That's the other thing. Don't want to play any bats. Um, I think if you're stacking Toronto, you're just hoping that Eovaldi's not right and that they get to him and uh, pile up the runs. But in a general sense, I do not want to play the Blue Jays. I
0: think if you wanted to play like Devers, Vlad, Pachette, Springer-type plays, we're never going to tell you not to play those guys against any pitcher. Um, Yeah. Like, if Gausman gives up one or two home runs, both of those home runs could be Devers. Absolutely could be. Yeah. Absolutely. When you got David Ortiz coming out saying, hey, Boston, you need to do whatever you can to keep this Devers kid. Like, you got to (laughs) listen. Listen to Big Poppy. He knows what's up. San Diego at New York facing the Mets. Six and a half total in this game. Mets a 180 favorite here. Big favorite for the Mets. It's you, Darvish. It's Max Scherzer you Darvish 9,500, you know, going into city field. I mean, probably pretty comparable to Petco as far as pitchers ballparks go. Um, I mean, I just feel like on this slate, we're really looking for ceiling strikeout upside and the Mets have one of the lowest strikeout rates in baseball against right handed pitching. And
1: yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, we've said it a couple times, but well, we can kind of be picky here. We're not, we don't need to take a pitcher going up against the third lowest strikeout team in baseball.
1: Yeah, don't, no way am I playing you in this spot. No way.
0: I think the only way that Darvish becomes playable today is if everybody has that same like thought process and you want a game theory of 5% owned, you, Darvish, and hope. I mean, he's going to get 100 to 115 pitches. So if he's on, sure. Um, but I like Scherzer in this game a lot. He's 10-4 and he just mad max looks, he looks fantastic. Um, you know, took that little bit of stint where he was out for, was it a month and a half? Um, and and it's just come back 79, He has He has 31 strikeouts in those three starts. Um, no reason not to have, you know, interest in Max
1: Scherzer here. Yeah. Love max. Um, absolutely. The, uh, Probably one of the best pitches on the slate. It's just so many. Um, I don't think I. I don't think I have to play Max today, which is uh, which is crazy, Stevie. Uh, he's going to get the caves. I just think there's so many other guys. I mean, look, I'm not trying to get ahead. I'm very intrigued in this Atlanta matchup. Both sides, like it's. I I love Max. I don't think I need Max today.
0: Sure, I mean that's a that's a fair point. Um, I can honestly say. I, you know, outside, like the same thing that we just talked about, like Toronto and Boston. Like, if you want to take a shot on Machado or like Pete Alonzo or, you know, one of these top end guys, sure. But I mean, this game has a six and a half total, has the lowest total on the slate. It has a low total for a reason.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. LA going into Atlanta, the Angels, that is uh, seven total in this game. Another low total. We got a 150 favorite for the Atlanta Braves. Otani against Morton. Um, what are your thoughts here on Otani?
1: Love Otani. One of my favorite pitches on the slate, facing the Braves. K rates have come down, but they, they down, but they still strike out. Um, one of my top pitches on the slate here. Love it.
0: Spoken like a true Braves fan.
1: I know where my strikeouts are.
0: <laughs> I can't <laughs> be a homer. <laughs> I know and I mean Hannah...
1: this game Stevie like... oh I know you get oh of... my gosh
0: I mean the angels are first in strikeouts and Atlanta' is third in strikeouts so I mean Ooh. I hear you. a lot of a lot of strikeouts there's just a lot more power on the Atlanta side so a little bit more risk with Otani than there is with Morton um especially with trout out. so honestly I think both of these pitchers are stellar today uh, I like Otani just as much as you I like Charlie Morton a ton in this game. Uh, really looked good coming into the All-Star break. Faced the Mets. I mean, what we were just talking about. Charlie Morton, good pitcher. Struggled against the Mets. Not shocked at all. So, the only thing that concerns me, slightly. And again, this is a 13-game slate. So, the first game, first set, a big, big set after the All-Star break. So, um, a lot of teams, a lot of teams will that... I mean, just they just have their studs here, and so we could be picky. My only concern, I sorry, I totally sidetracked there, but my only concern is how hot it's going to be in Atlanta. Um, because it is summertime in Atlanta, so uh, bats in this game, not being able to play Otani. I got nothing from the Angels. If you want a home run hunt with like an a Acuna, Riley against Otani, he does give up home runs, but. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some stacks coming up here, where we got some teams in good spots.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not playing any bats in this game.
0: I'm with you. Um, I'm gonna be very picky on this slate, and if it just if it leads to a little bit lower, like higher ownership in my lineups, I'm just okay with it. Um, I'll let other people make mistakes today. Cleveland at Chicago, taking on the White Sox eight and a half total here for the white Sox. Uh, any interest here in Cal Quantrell?
1: Nope. Not playing him today. Just the x button.
0: Yeah. I'm not playing Quantrell. And then Lucas Giolito is cheap. He's coming off of a start against this team where he pitched really well, um, through six and a third. It was his fourth straight game. Now he's thrown over six innings, but still, you know, out of his last five games, he's hit a hundred pitches one time. Um, He's 7,800. He's cheap. It's just, it's a tough matchup. You know, we go back to that Cleveland, the Guardians, they're the lowest strikeout team in baseball against Ray to pitching this season. So, does Giolito have the ceiling? Well, he showed us he had some upside last start. It's just, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it, once again, Stevie, stupid upside pitching slate. The problem is, I Giolito at 7,800 doesn't feel as valuable to me, even though he had an okay game against Cleveland. He is at home. I do think you sprinkle him in. when I say sprinkle, let, let me not say sprinkle. Sprinkle's a bad word. I do think you get him into your lineup build. If you're running 150, like I think 15% is a, a great number, probably on him against Cleveland, because you know, Giolito getting you 25 at 7,800 is very valuable. Uh, because if you compare that with a, a not, let, let's use Gausman as an example, or Otani or Morton, you pair it with one of those guys and they tap into that 30, 30 air. Like it's that's a good day at pitching for you with those, with that combination of salary. So um, I do think Giolito's at seventy eight hundred is okay. All
0: right, bats in this one on the Guardian side of things. I mean, I have no intru- no issues taking Jose Ramirez, but I really like the price on Josh Naylor at 4,300. We know the power that he is when Giolito is struggling. It's left-handed power. So, really like a Jose-Naylor, maybe a two-man combo. I don't even think I need to add a third person there in the Guardians lineup. Maybe Fran Mill if I do a third.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to play the Guardians today, Steve. I think I'm going to let it ride. We've got some other games. we got a lot of pitching on this slate. we got some other games where I still like some bats, so I I think I'm going to pass.
0: All right, fair enough. Um, The other side of this game, the White Sox. I think the White Sox are one of my favorite stacks on this slate, Will. Um, Oh, yeah. I've been saying it now for the last couple weeks, but this is a team that I'm going to be watching a lot the second half of the season. The talent level is just there. We'll have to see if Eloy is back in the lineup, which he should be. Uh, Robert should be back in the lineup. But if we're getting a healthy White Sox lineup, like I am going to be all over the White Sox against Cal Quantrill today. He doesn't strike anybody out.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing too, Stevie, when you're looking at, we were talking about the Yankees and how can we get a stack of the Yankees? How can we do some of these other things? Well, Jose Abreu's 4,900 and – We've got Tim Anderson at 55 and and Robert at 55. Eloy 39. Gavin Sheets, 34 if he plays. Pollock, 33 if he plays. Uh, We've got Johan Mankata, 37. Uh, Jay Hay, Josh Harris has been playing a little bit from time to time. He's 35. Uh, Vaughn, he's cheap. You know, you'd have to sacrifice a Braille. If Vaughn played, he's 4K. Uh, Zavala, 3800. Stevie, this team has a great balance of expensive bats, cheap bats. I'm with you. Calcorn Trill gets the X button. Uh, let's definitely pump up the Chicago White Sox.
0: Yep, uh, I like said I'm right there with you on the White Sox today. Tampa Bay at kin City. Taking on the Royals. Nine total in this game. Slightly pick him game. It's Rasmussen. It's Brad Keller. Uh, any interest here in Drew Rasmussen?
1: No. I don't want to play Drew today.
0: There's been plenty of slates this year where I would have loved to play Drew Rasmussen against Kansas City. Uh, and, uh, I mean, just being completely honest. <laughs> but I, I don't think I have to today. Um, I could see him putting up 15 to 20 in this spot. I just don't think that's enough on this one with all the i mean we have five to eight guys that can go 30 plus on this slate so i mean 18 is probably not enough and brad keller he he's coming off of a game where he absolutely dominated detroit and he's pitched really well in four of his last five starts detroit houston detroit oakland oakland
1: there you go.
0: That's your answer. Yeah. I mean, don't fall into this trap. Does Brad Keller have some talent? Yeah, he has some talent, but should this be a pick'em game? No. Um, <laughs> there, there's your freebie for the day. Go take the the raised money line at minus 104 right now. Um, fantastic. So it'd probably be way different by the time you guys listen to this. So um,
1: uh, do you have any interest in Keller? Uh negative tampa bay's uh lineup is going to get back to normal here soon um and i think they're getting well no not quite yet but it's coming either way i I don't i'm not worried about keller
0: yeah franco will still be out um i think ramirez and zanino will still be out um for tampa bay but still um i really like this price for uh Herides, he's been hitting the ball really well here. Lau is back, and he is 4,300. Um, that is way too cheap um, for Brandon Lau. So he came back, and he had six hits And Yeah, in that's what I'm games. saying. Like, Crazy. Crazy. He was, he was crushing. So what are your thoughts here on Tampa?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely like Tampa, a uh, fair amount of cheap pieces. Like Jose, I mean, not – excuse me, a Rosarina. Is uh, it's fifty one hundred. But all in all, this team is very affordable, Stevie. Uh, I'm with you, like Tampa Bay here. And if nothing else, Brandon Low is on the on the one off list at second base.
0: Kansas City side. I mean, I don't mind picking on Rasmussen here. I think um, Melendez Witt. They're both somewhat interesting here. You know, Ben Atendi. Do we know? I know that like Perez, the last thing I read on Perez was like maybe back mid August. So I don't think he'll be back here, but I mean, I could see like a three man sack on either side of this game.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, same thing. You know, you talked about, okay, the City. Same thing. I like with a uh, versus Drew Benintendi at 42, you know, don't hate it. Um, Bobby Witt at 5k don't hate it. Um, you know, you've got. Uh, I wish, I wish Hunter Dozier would just hit the ball, Stevie. Like I thought he was going to be a really solid play for Kansas City. It's just, it's just not happening the way I, I thought it would. Um, but yeah, th- those handful of guys, I, I I'm perfectly fine with from Kansas City.
0: All right, Colorado at Milwaukee, taking on. Oh, the this group. will be quick Seven and a half total here. Brewers are a two seventy favorite. Uh Sensatella against Burns. I'm guessing you don't like Sensatella. Nope. Um, what about Corbin Burns here? 10-2 going up against uh the Rockies.
1: Yeah, I don't hate he's at home. Uh Burns has been phenomenal yet again this season. Um it's just he's 10-2, and I don't I don't think I need him, Stevie, but I I I feel like Burns and Scherzer are going to end up being ownership plays. And the reason why I say this is because the slate is so big, especially on a site like DraftKings, when we've got this middle 8K, middle 9K range where you can get, you know, potentially 30 points out of guys, perhaps Burns and Scherzer go overlooks, if that makes any sense. And if so, that's only going to increase my interest. All of that to say, really like Corbin Burns today at home against Colorado.
0: No one would tell you not to just plug in Scherzer and Burns and build out your lineup after that. Um, I, I mean, Scherzer and Burns could combine for 70 DK points on this slate, and no one would be shocked. So, yeah, I, I love Burns. I have no interest in the Rockies bats. I think, um, there's better spots today, but I love the Brew Crew here. The prices against Sensatella, I mean, this is you're getting a really cheap ceiling stack here against a guy like Sensatella.
1: Yeah. um, Big time. You look at Milwaukee, you know, you look at some of these guys that maybe you just hope they get hot, like a Christian Yelich goes on a stretch where he just crushes the ball. This could be that spot for him. Hunter Renfro. uh, You got Jace Peterson hanging around the, the clubhouse. McCutcheon at 43. Adame's uh, Stevie I'm with you this is a really uh, Rowdy Tellez this is it's a crazy upside spot Navarez I'm with you Brew Crew something could be brewing there in Milwaukee with the, their uh, game back off of vacation love Brew Crew against Sinsatella
0: yeah I like this spot a lot Sinsatella is a guy that has an 85% contact rate this season um, only a at- only a 13% soft contact rate. So. And
1: Stevie, the more I say that, this might be a spot to hop on Senzatella hits. He's going to be out of course, and they may give us a discount on his hits with him being out of the out of course. So typically for Sensatella, and this is crazy, Stevie, but I think he typically comes in at six and a half or seven and a half hits when he's in course. They might give it to us at five and a half today, and if so... That's beautiful. Take it.
0: Yeah, speaking of Price Picks, um, they completely changed their their NASCAR and I'm not happy with them. <laughs> oh, oh, we, no. we were we were, we were we were crushing them too bad they had to they had to change it so uh, anyway, did they
1: changed the whole scoring system?
0: They sure did, and we'll talk about it later.
1: Oh, um, I can I mean, listen, you know, I'm not going to play without
0: getting the inside scoop
1: i don't know if it's going to be better or
0: worse what it's worth (laughs) i mean it's it's very close to a couple other like um it's very close to like underdog now like it's more points based than it is fantasy based and i've I've had a really good season on underdog for nascar so okay i mean so i don't know i i think they had a better chance the other way but hey whatever Washington at Arizona, no total in this game. It does sound like it's going to be Patrick Corbin against Zach Gollin. Um, I looked on a few different websites, and that's what it looked like. So, Patrick Corbin, 5,900. Oh, how the times have changed. Uh, any interest here for Corbin? Uh, at
1: 5,900, no. I, I want to, though, Stevie, like in my mind. I feel like this is wrong. Like, can Patrick Corbin get 20 points? Yes. He's at Arizona. Arizona's been a very patient team. He gets the X button, but man, I'm telling you, it would not shock me if he went out and went six innings, four or five strikeouts, and gave up a run or two, and got really lucky. Luck have had a really lucky battle up day uh, at 5900 when nobody's looking. I just, but I can't do it.
0: Yeah, Arizona has a team much better against right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching, but I still Corbin's walks and his like, command issues, and that's what leads to home runs is just missing spots. Like you know, catcher set up outside and Corbin throw right down the middle sometimes, and you do that in the bigs. <laughs> Paul doesn't stay in the ballpark, man. Um, Zach Gallon here, seventy six hundred. Washington's a tough strikeout matchup they have one of the lower, uh, strikeout rates in baseball, even with Nelson Cruz. I mean, Nelson Cruz being out of lineup might actually help, um, the strikeout issue. Like, you know, he's the guy that potentially strikes out. So I, I just, again, many slates this year, would I have played Zach Gollin? I just don't think today is the day I'm, I'm taking shots on this type of guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, Here's the crazy thing, Stevie. Washington started out the season not striking out, and guess what? It's continued through the whole season, not striking out a ton, led by Mr. Soto, who has turned down his contract, won the home run derby, uh, should come back out the second half of the season, still hitting fairly well. Um, I'm with you. I don't hate Gallon at $7,600. It's a, a fairly good price. But the strikeouts are definitely going to be limited. I'm hoping he comes out at five and a half tomorrow, Stevie, so I can take the under. Um, but definitely not gonna play Zach Gallen. Um, but also don't really want to play any bats from this game.
0: Did you did you see the thing about Soto? How Washington wouldn't um didn't pay for his like flight, like charter on flight to the home run derby. He had to take like a and like you know it is what it is but like he had to take like a coach flight and he got into la at like 2 a.m or something like that um and still went out and won the home run derby he's like yeah so that contract offer though that was a joke anyway um washington bats i mean i have interest in juan soto in this spot 5900 juan soto is a guy where i mean Started the season really slow, has really focused on launch angle here over the last month, month and a half. And we've seen a huge difference in his um, power numbers. Does he have the home run derby, you know, hangover? We'll see. But I, I think Juan Soto, maybe Josh Bell, but really just Juan Soto is my interest on in Washington.
1: Yep. Let's get it. Juan Soto is absolutely in play. Um, I don't really want to play this team uh, as a whole, but man, so do at 59. He's he's pretty much in play every slate, Steve. It's crazy, but he's always in play.
0: Um, other side of this game, Arizona bats going up against Patrick Corbin. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Arizona?
1: Yeah, and if I said I didn't want to play any bats in this game, uh please forgive me. They're facing Patrick Corbin. Um, so I, I didn't I didn't want to uh I mean, I didn't want to play a lot of the Washington bats, but Carson Kelly's got to be on our list, Stevie. Even though uh, the the uh, the the batting average is down, got got a little power pop. Christian Walker, thirty five hundred, he's on the list. We're gonna get Keitel Marte at five k. He's on the list. Josh Rojas, Stevie, forty two hundred, uh, he's even on the list. I, I think I think you can definitely stack Arizona here once again. If I said I didn't want to play anyone. I think I may have said that by accident. Didn't want to play anyone from Washington, really, uh, because I just don't think they're going to light up Gallon. But man, oh man, uh, Arizona here—they uh, should—they should rock the house at home against Patrick Corbin in a mini revenge game, which I don't care about.
0: Um, and for what it's worth, Corbin has massive home road splits this season. He has been absolutely terrible on the road. And he's allowed 14 of his 17 home runs this season against right-handed hitters. So, um Love Luplow. I think he's one of the best value plays on the slate at 2,700. Should hit towards the top of that order. Uh If they give Rojas maybe a, a lineup spot down and they bat, like, Buddy Kennedy in that, like, two-hole, um, he's 2,400 at second base. So, be on the lookout for some value here from Arizona. They're going to be one of those teams that are going to help you get your stud pitching in on this slate. Texas at Oakland, seven total in this game. Texas a slight favorite on most books. It's Howard against Cole Irvin. Any interest here in Spencer Howard? No. Yeah, I mean, again, like most slates were very excited to play pitchers against Oakland, but today's just not one of those days where I'm just playing the ceiling, guys, on most of my builds today. Uh Cole Irvin, Texas was one of the hottest offenses My going gosh. into the break. Um Cole Irvin is a guy that, you know, has shown a little bit of upside here recently, has some good strikeout stuff when he's on really kind of, you know, a command type of pitcher. I don't think today's
1: that day. Yeah. I mean, I think Cole Irvin is more of a props guy. He is at home. I'm expecting the weather to be just okay. Um mm-hmm. If, if you get Cole Irvin at, let's say, 15-and-a-half pitching out, 16-and-a-half pitching outs, even 17-and-a-half, Stevie, I think I, I'm going to be inclined to take the over here. Um, but I, I'm not playing Cole Irvin in, in, in DFS.
0: Um, Any interest in the Texas bats here?
1: Not overall as a stack. I definitely don't don't mind – um, some mini stacks. Like if you took like a Seager, Cole Calhoun, Marcus Simeon stack, something like that. Uh, uh geez, what's the guy that's been been leading off for them? Um oh man, Stevie.
0: Oh, Josh Um Smith. Yes, thank you. He probably um, won't. He I mean that's lefty, lefty. They've been hitting him like eighth or ninth against lefty. Yeah,
1: so yeah. See, so But, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Two and three, man, not a full stack here. Uh, I I just – the ballpark in Oakland definitely neutralizes runs uh, at night, Stevie. So, I'm just – I don't mind a few pieces from Texas, but I'm not going on a lot with the stack here.
0: I mean, this game has a seven total. Um, I mean, Corey Seager is, is just smashing the ball. Joe M. Heim, he has some power there at catcher um garcia has some power but i'm not going out of my way to you know stack texas and oakland here and then on the oakland side of things i mean spencer howard is someone you can pick on if if uh matching i think it's how they matching um if he hits lead off here he's minimum salary so uh, i mean maybe you could take a shot on him and if you need to save some money seth brown is cheap but i think a lot of opportunity cost loss at first base I'd rather go like a Sky Bolt or somebody who's 2K in the outfield and just kind of take up an outfield spot with a punt. But uh, again, I'm not going out of my way to play hitters from this game. But we do have some cheap options here on Oakland.
1: Yeah, I think these are definitely. This is a filler team. Laureano at 3900. Tony Kemp at second base, star outfield at 2600. Like once again, I think this is a filler team. Uh, I'm in no means. Trusting Mr. Howard here on the mound. Not that he can't go out and get the cage, but I mean, he had a couple upside games, but I just, he's not someone I'm going to be trusting today.
0: All right, cruising along, we got Houston at Seattle. Your Kyde going up against Marco Gonzalez in this one. Eight and a half total. Astros, a 120 favorite. Astros, another one of those teams that played a doubleheader on Thursday in Houston and traveled to Seattle after the doubleheader. Um, So we'll see if that has any effects on these guys or not. Uh, Any interest here in your Kyrie at 8K? Um,
1: I think I have some. I I think at 8K against Seattle, it's reasonable. Um, I don't like them against – I don't like him more than uh, Brad Keller or Mr. Garrett, but at 8K, I think it's still a good play. Um, so, yeah, he he goes in the pool, but I'm not – I don't have him above, like, Charlie Morton as an example.
0: I mean, I don't have any interest at all. Um, Seattle, they're not even sneaky good anymore. Like – when I was talking about it weeks ago, I was like, "Oh, they're sneaky good, but they've won 14 straight games. They're not sneaky anymore, but they are still a very good offense. Um, Yurkide has pitched against him twice this season and struggled in both of those starts, or three times this season, and struggled in all three of those starts. He's allowed 27 hits, 15 earned runs, in 13 innings against this team this year. So I can be picky today, will. Uh, honestly, at the end of the day, we could be picky, so I'm going to be picky. Marco Gonzalez, 6,100, going up against Houston. Uh, you know, there's plenty of guys you can play today. I don't think Marco Gonzalez is going to make the cut.
1: Oh, no. Definitely not playing Marco Gonzalez. Like, he, he's out. All
0: right. Houston bats. Um, man, you can always take shots on, like, Altuve against the lefty or Bregman against the lefty, but I'm not going to go out of my way to, to play a lot
1: of Houston bats today. Yeah, well, hey, Jordan's coming back, Steve. I mean, he's back, Steve. Yeah, he'll, so be, I, yeah, he'll be back. It's it's uh, <laughs> this lineup is about to get a little bit better, even against the lefty. I, I think just Jordan being bad uh, to me gives this lineup a little bit more intimidation factor, um, a little bit more run protection and projection. So, I. um I like Houston against Gonzalez.
0: Seattle side, I can't wait to see their ownership. I hope Seattle goes under own here. I like the Seattle stack, and I think they're a very stackable team. I don't know if I go full five-man. It would probably be more like a three-man stack, but, I mean, Julio Rodriguez is absolutely crushing the ball um, this season. He's looked fantastic at the plate. Suarez, Crawford, Ty France is back. Winker's there at 4K. So probably more of a three-man stack, but I, I like Seattle. I, I want to see what their ownership looks like today.
1: Uh, yeah, I think for me, playing Seattle is probably just uh, some one-offs. Is uh, Julio Rodriguez going to keep hitting the ball after that massive home run display that he just could not close out at the home run derby? I think he got a little tired in the end. But uh, he's 5600 very expensive, but I I don't hate it. He's been hitting well. Um, But for me, I think I'm just kind of picking and choosing. I don't want to stack Seattle.
0: We finish out this one with the Giants and Dodgers, seven and a half total here. Dodgers are 140 favorite. Logan Webb going up against uh, Tyler Anderson. Any interest here in Webb going against the Dodgers? No. He's just too expensive facing L.A. Like Logan Webb, super solid pitcher. Don't think I'd stack against him in this spot, but I'm not playing him at 9,800 going up against this offense. Um, And I think the same goes for the other side of this game. Tyler Anderson's a super solid pitcher, but he's 9K. He's not a huge strikeout guy. And they're going to platoon a ton of righties against him in this spot. So I just don't see using either one of these pitchers. Negative. Uh, As far as the Giants' bats go, I mean, Flores is cheap longoria is pretty cheap slater should have lead off at 3,500 uh but the guy that i have interest in is joey bart 2,900 hundred dollar catcher with some power um finally got called back up um and showed some power there i don't think kurt casale is going to be back just kind of pay attention to that because casale would be in the lineup um but we'll see but yeah a ton of interest in bart um more of just one offs chasing a home run here for San Francisco
1: side. Yep, I'm with you 100%. I think that's the way to go. Don't want to stack this team. Um but I'm I'm with you, man. I you know uh whenever we can get a cheap catcher, Steven. I don't play a cheap catcher every day, but I do. Joey joy at <laughs> 2900. <laughs> yeah, 2900? 2, no, you get no arguments from me.
0: It's so glorious when you – I mean, it happens maybe once or twice a season where you get that, like, two-home-run game from your 1%-owned $2,200 catcher. Um, Yeah. It's the best. Glorious. Yes. On the Dodgers side, (laughs) we haven't talked about a ton of offenses today. And, I mean, with this 13-game slate against – We have, though. A little bit. I mean, we probably mentioned, like, five or six offenses that we really like today. But I just – man, Dodgers are going to be low on 10 o'clock game. Logan Webb, good pitcher. This just is for of like, it. This is like prime Dodgers go-off spot and no one's on them. But, I mean, if you're playing tournaments, I think you can get some exposure to the Dodgers' bets.
1: Yeah, I'll probably be, be doing some one-off Dodgers, but I don't think I'm going to stack them, Stevie. Um, you know – I i'm not sure if i came came through what I, who i feel like my favorite team is hopefully i did um it is well i'll tell you that in the in the in the wrap-up but um I, i'd be one off in the dodgers for sure but i'm not gonna stack them today
0: all right let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here for the weekend it's so weird just having one podcast this week but we'll be back normal next week <laughs> uh under 8k to get six or more strikeouts who do you like today
1: Well, Stevie, I think, you know, I've got two guys. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that I feel like I've liked the most today on the cheap end, and that's Cal Gibson. Even though I know we haven't seen a whole lot of six strikeouts here recently, um, I'm going to trust him against the Cubs here.
0: All right, I am gonna go Braxton Garrett going up against Pittsburgh. Um, a lot of the yep. talent they called up is left-handed, so we'll see what this lineup looks like overall. I like Garrett to get some strikeouts here. He's one of those guys that I definitely be looking at his strikeout prop over eight K to score under fifteen. Who is your bust today?
1: Um, man, give me Logan Webb at eight hundred. I facing the Dodgers. This should be a tough spot for him. Um, yeah. Give me Logan Webb.
0: I'm going to go Jamison and Tyon going up against Baltimore. He's just he's had a rough on and off year. I think um, he's just a guy that he's really struggled against his team in general. So I'm going to go Tyon. Give me a guy over 4K to go yard today.
1: Give me. Man, I... all these guys have been hitting. Jeez. Give me Matt Carpenter, man, at
0: 5,200. <laughs> yeah, like that one. Um, I am going to go off the board today and go Willie Adamas from Milwaukee. He's 4,400. Get... He, he quietly has 19 home runs on the season. So, yeah, I'm going to go Adamas. He was out a little while, too. Under 4K to get two hits, who's a cheap bet that you like to get some hits today?
1: Give me... Joan Mankata at thirty seven hundred. All
0: right, um, listen, I'm going to give out two today. We haven't been doing podcasts this week, so Rowdy Tellis and Jordan Luplow are my two today.
1: So, yeah, and Stevie. Remember, we were talking about the fact that Mankata was going to pick it up, and I just want to let the people know: last five games. How many multi-hit games do you think he has? I'll give it to you. It's three. So three out of the last five games, multi-hits. Um, I, he's starting to get there. Love Mankata today at 37.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, we all know the White Sox have the talent. It's just a matter of time. Uh, give me a stack to score
1: six or more runs today. Philadelphia Phillies, my number one st- Team on the day, Stevie. Love Philly here.
0: All right, I'm gonna stick to my theme. I'm gonna go brew crew today. Really like the Brewers today. It's a great spot. I mean, they're a huge home favorite against Colorado. I think they get the job done tonight. So
1: yeah. All right, Will. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, I am good, man. Good to be back. We're about to get cranked up yet again.
0: That is going to wrap it up here for Friday. We'll be back Monday talking baseball. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Hope everyone enjoyed the All-Star break. We'll see you on Monday.